Hey guys, it's Mickey. This is Zone 7 and I'm here with Jordan. Um, Thanks for having who is... me. Who is... What are you, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an actor, a writer. Yeah. I've produced one movie, so I am a producer. <laughs> also, I do photography. So, but I, I like a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, so I never sleep, essentially. <laughs> An insomniac. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm super interested in the fact that you've done like a wide range of things within acting, writing, producing. Yes. What came first? Uh, acting. Yeah. When I was, uh, I don't know the age, but let's say eight for yeah. like fun. But I'll say like when I was really young, I, um, I used to like uh, act in like these plays and stuff. Like just, you know, like the funny, like whatever. And I think I remember one like moment sort of um uh it, it's like sort of like a like a, a watershed moment in like my memory of like uh this like school play and i was like playing like this like sort of like you know nerdy character or whatever but it was meant to be like the comedic relief of the play and i i like said the, one of the lines i can't remember what it is but i said one of the lines and i just remember the entire class like absolutely losing it like mm. laughing um and like for me, that was a moment where I realized that I, I could, um, you know, bring joy to people or entertain people or like something that I'm doing uh, is really impacting people in a way that can either make them happy or sad or, or whatever it is. Um, and then that continued for a while. And I, then I did drama in high school um, and that was really, really fun. And uh, it was just like something I, I, that I knew I wanted to do. To be honest, I, and, then, and then when I started writing is because... I was acting for a while because um, I, I went pro, so to speak, <laughs> like in high school, had had like an agent and everything, like going on uh, going on all these fun auditions as like a 15-year-old mm. with my, my, my grandma. Uh, shout out to my grandma. My grandma's the one who actually took me to meet my agent. Nice. She was like, uh, she's from Jamaica. And she was visiting for like six months when we were, when, we were in, when I lived in Canada, when I lived in Canada. And uh, she was... I, I was like, I'm going to be an actor. Like I started sending emails out like this 15 year old kid. I took pictures of my, I have like this old camera and I like took pictures of myself that were just like, like full body photos. Like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a head. I had no idea what a headshot was. It was just like a picture of me like smiling like this. And I just like, I just like found the, uh, I found the union website and then I just like emailed every single child agent I could. Nice. Um, and like 10 of them got back to me. One of them was in the like small town that I lived in just outside of Toronto. So my grandma was there and I was like, can you come with me? So she her and I took the bus up to like meet my first agent. Uh, and then it was like, yeah, from there I was just going auditions, lots of like, you know, kid shows and stuff like that, like Disney Channel stuff. Um, but I think when I turned like 17, 18 ish, um, like right before I went to university, I just realized that uh like there wasn't any roles that i actually wanted to play yeah like i get a lot of auditions for like the best friend or like for this or for that and i mean things have really changed i think in terms of uh representation mm -hmm. of black people on screen like um a friend of mine actually just did this show uh shout out rob uh called uh um bria mac gets a life which is like you know uh female black led uh both the both the the stars of the show are both black females it's about like you know her life post university, like trying to make it in in the industry, and you know I, I'm I'm older than I look, but I, if, when I was around that age, that would have been like the show that I would want to be on. You know what yeah. I mean, like that kind of thing. Uh, but when I was younger, that wasn't really, you know, 
people were really going for that at the time. Yeah. So I started writing, thinking, oh, you know, I'll just like, I'll just like write a show, yeah. and someone will just make it. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'll just take it to my agent. Yeah, like I'll just like I'm like I don't know anything about storytelling <laughs> or like the three act structure, but surely I know how to write a, a, a full TV show. Like it was a full TV show. Oh, I plotted two seasons of a TV show wow. at the age of seventeen. No idea what I was doing. We need to finance that. No, no, no. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I, I like, I, I remember the moment I realized the moment I learned how to write. Um, well, I, so for me, it's taken like ten years to like become a good, mm. competent writer who can like write stories and people are actually interested in it. I was always good at like writing characters and dialogue, but I couldn't like format a story in a way that was um, interesting. And that would keep people entertained. And so it was like long-winded or I'd make a lot of choices that were just like super random because I thought they were funny. And like that script, actually, I sent it. Um, I, I, I met my, I met this, my friend Steph. I met her like friend at a cottage. And uh, we, uh, he, he, his like uh, stepmother was an agent. I sent her the script and uh, she was like, hey, read a book on screenwriting. <laughs> That's constructive. And I was like, okay, I will. I'll do that. I will do that. And then, and then, yeah. And then I got, um, then I got a lot better at it because I understood like why people would watch a movie. Yeah. Not just for like funny characters for like an hour. See, I'm the complete opposite where I hate a plot. Mm -hmm. I can't, if you expect me to stay with a TV show, a movie for a plot, you've lost me 20 minutes in. I can't follow a plot and I'm not interested, but like a funny character. Yeah. I'm so loyal to the character. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah. Plot can't be everything. Like, yeah. you know, like I, you're right. Like you got to have the characters that you want to like watch. Yeah. Like, I think you can have like a really, uh, not thin plot, but a really simple plot. Yeah. Um, that like is really easy to follow. I have to get to school because I've got to do this presentation. If I don't do it, I fail high school. Right. Yeah. Like that's the plot of an episode. That's really simple to follow. Like, You'll get from A to B with that. But then if the characters are really good, really interesting, yeah. then that'll keep you there. But also if you have no plot. <laughs> it's just everyone's sat in a room. Yeah. It's just that 70s show. It's just, it's just that 70s show, but like, but just the parts where the camera's spinning. Yeah. yeah. Well, why do you feel about movie theaters? Do you go to movie theaters? Yes. Okay. Because because it's so incredibly rude to be on your phone yeah. in a movie theater. Yeah. Um, I still do it if my mom's texting me. I'll never miss a text from my mom. But then I feel like I'm finally dialed in there. And yeah. I literally, because I can't see the corners of the screen most times, I'm like right in the middle. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I really hope cinema and movie theaters don't die out. I completely agree. Because I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be done as a viewer. As you'll never see another movie yet. <laughs> no, I think like the, for me, the experience of going to a movie uh, theater and like sitting down and watching a movie and like the two hours passing, whether it be, you know, something critically acclaimed, whether it be just like, a Hollywood popcorn blockbuster middle of summer. Like one of my favorite movies that I've seen in theaters. Well, okay. Not from like an actual movie standpoint, <laughs> but one of the f funnest movie experiences I had was I watched uh, skyscraper with uh, the rock yeah. where he like has to get up to the top of like the tallest skyscraper in the yeah. world to save his family. Yeah. Uh, and like just impossible scenarios of him like running on a crane and jumping like 3000 feet into a glass building and catching <laughs> himself. It's just like, that's fun to watch. Like, yeah. you know, they spent like Tom Cruise and mission impossible. Like you might not maybe like the plot of the mission impossible movies, but the stunts are just so yeah. cool. And to see them on the screen is just like so much fun. Yeah. 
but then yeah you don't it doesn't really like hit the same on on your laptop it's you like he's so small i can't watch it on my phone and <laughs> be like oh this is great to... yeah what's the most difficult accent you've had to do for a row oh i think any accent other than mine is difficult for me to do <laughs> it's like... i like it's just like i i i i i get um like lost in the uh like minutiae of accents and like the small different things people do that um affect how they speak and the cool thing about going to drama school and like learning like you know like actually learning accents is yeah you learn like a lot about how the tongue moves how the face shapes yeah. like what your mouth does which does inform the accent and makes it better but at but you have to do that enough so that at some point you for, you forget it so you can do it um and i'm not there with a lot of accents yet so i'll like start and i'll be like wait it's like a i gotta <laughs> and push my lips out to do this one right yeah and, so, and then i'll i'll but i'll drill it for like like two hours and then I'll, I'll, I'll like try to do the tape um what's the hardest one the hardest one i've done the hardest accent i've tried to learn is the is the mancunian one that one yeah. is, is really difficult so this is my thing in order to do my podcast i've been like trying to do different acting things yeah and I auditioned for someone, they wanted someone who is Balkan. And yes. I was like, oh, Eastern European, like close. That's technically, yeah. yes. So I sent in a self tape and they're like, <laughs> they were really keen on me. Like they emailed me twice before. I was like, I need the courage to say these four lines on camera. Like yeah. I've never done this before. Give me a moment. I sent it in and they ghosted me for two weeks, at which point I knew filming had started. And I was like, ouch. Yeah. Um, it I seemed really cute. Basically, if you haven't heard in a week, forget it. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel right like, They've not immediately messaged back, like, please come Yeah, if, if someone doesn't call you as you hit send, <laughs> you haven't got it, so it's yeah. um, I was like, can I just get, like, the tiniest bit of feedback? Yeah. I know the industry's not really like this. It's kind of like, take it and leave. Yeah. And they're like, um, I don't know, like, from your surname, we kind of thought you might have less of a very strong British accent. <laughs> I can, I can sub in like yeah. i can adr like whatever you need i can just the thing is i definitely couldn't do a balkan accent like it would sound insensitive yeah um but because it's me it's fine yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they'll let it they'll let they'll it it's fine it's okay yeah well that's the thing yeah like sometimes you get the accent work and you're just like oh, i don't know if i should yeah go for this i don't know if this should be me <laughs> but okay <laughs> do, you, do you ever have that dilemma because there was was it the actor from glee his name was Darren was something. He was like, I've, I'm going to stop playing queer people. I've been typecast as this. Yeah. Um, and I think we need more queer Right, because he isn't, he isn't queer, right? Like, no, he isn't. Yeah. I think he identifies as heterosexual. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to stop taking these roles from queer people. And then he never worked again. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Hate to see it. <laughs> hey, just, hey, I, you know what? Good on him for like, like, He's sticking to it. He's I willing to make the bad. ultimate sacrifice. It's, uh, it, it, no, it is hard, though, because you get... Um, because there's the dilemma that you get, which is like, you are an actor. Like yeah. in in general, I am not myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like when I get a role, um, when someone sends me something, like my goal is to take whatever they've put on the page, and and build a person, build a real person who really thinks, believes, feels these things, lives in in whatever circumstances, and that person isn't me. And mm -hmm. I and I have to be able to sort of separate me from the characters so it is a real dilemma when you get something that like comes through and it's like okay like we want you to play you know say say a queer person and you you identify as, as heterosexual it's like okay well like um you know is this potentially damaging mm -hmm. uh is it potentially offensive um 
you know, I think that calculus, you play that calculus all the time mm. in your mind, but then you also think like, well, I, I am acting. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm comfortable kissing another man. That's like not an, an issue for me or doing it or doing a sex scene with another yeah. man. That's not an issue for me. So like, if that's, if that's the case, like, where does this become, I guess, problematic, right? Yeah. And that, I mean, and it is like really, really, I guess, a, a thing that I, I think about a lot. I think ultimately at the end of the day, then the question is just do, we just need to make enough stories that like yeah. everybody is represented and everybody can act in, in, in whatever they want. Mm. Um, yeah, this is, I yeah. agree. I think as long as queer people are able to play straight people, which I mean. They are. I mean, I mean at Bomer, in- uh, uh, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. Uh, oh, Neil yeah. Patrick Finding Harris. Neil though. Patrick Harris played play, exactly. like one of the most prolific womanizers <laughs> on television for like seventeen yeah. years. You've hit two sore spots for me. Like finding out those two men were gay, even though I was like fourteen at the height <laughs> of their fame. Like I can't believe I'm never going to be with them. Yeah. Um, that was that was really tough for me. I think when it becomes more problematic is when it's like Scarlett Johansson is playing. Yes. Asian woman. Asian, yeah. That that I believe like it's like. Yeah, it's that's one that's one thing that like yeah you can't really change. <laughs> you, can't really, you can't really become. I can't believe like <laughs> yeah. no one would believe I'm white. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's something I can't do. <laughs> exactly. I can't pull that off. Yeah, it's like that would be really good acting. Yeah, like a lot a lot of makeup. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want to go. You don't want to really do that. But yeah, like that's what. So like yeah, I agree with you in in, in that case. Yeah. And so I thought about. Darren Chris, I think his name is. I've definitely made it up. I'm so bad with names. I'm I'm locked in on Darren Chris. That's his name. <laughs> That's, he better change it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, don't, not, I don't. If it's not, not it, I don't want to hear what it is. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for the support. Um, I said no. I feel I feel like he could have kept going. I mean, yeah, like that's. It must be tough being typecast, though. Yes, I I feel like that's the biggest fear as an actor is that like you can't just like, like chameleon into whatever you want to play because yeah. i think part of the reason why people act is that they don't want to be one person all the time yeah or, or not like not necessarily not comfortable themselves but like you know i don't act so that i can play myself and everything i wouldn't yeah. want to i yeah. i want to you know i want to play characters that like even characters that would challenge my own beliefs in the world mm-hmm. i would i would play a character like that because that's like at least an interesting um exercise uh to undertake so to end up playing one character all the time, I could see being like, okay, yeah, like right. maybe you would, maybe you would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Or I think like, I mean, you can also reevaluate and say, okay, well, I'm being typecast as this one thing. Let me make my own thing. Or, uh, I'll, you know, if you're, he was on Glee, so I assume he's doing a lot of TV and film. Like, I don't know, go to the theater. People, you can, you like, you can almost, yeah, you can almost like reset that way. I think like going to just do different work and then coming back and doing, yeah, let people see you as something else. Yeah, because that's I think that's really what the problem is when you get typecast is that people can only see you as one thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like that girl that's doing the after movies. Um, did them? Thank God they're over. I've I've no idea. I keep hearing about these movies. I have oh, no gosh. idea. They're my magnet. Like they are my. Is like fan Empire. fiction? Are they not? So they're fan they started fiction. out as books. No, they started out as fan fiction on Wattpad about Harry Styles. Yes, yeah, so this is what I'm hearing about all of One Direction, not just Harry Styles, right? I so the main character is Harry Styles. Yes, that's what I know. Um, and then they've turned it into books that became movies that are. 
I've never done anything as big as the the, the after movies, yeah. so I'm not one to criticize. For what? me personally, a difficult watch. Where where are they? What? On Prime Video. Okay, I was like, I was like, <laughs> people keep talking about that. I was like, I've never, I've never seen. Them. I will honestly lend you if you don't have. Um, no, it's okay. That's alright. <laughs> you need to. I think they're a lesson in like why nepo babies shouldn't necessarily be given roles. Ah, uh, is it just like Harden, the guy that plays the main character, Harden Scott? Um, what a name, Harden Scott, Harry Styles. Harry <laughs> yeah. Scott. Like, oh wow, Harden Scott. What a <laughs> what a name. <laughs> that's that's great stuff. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Imagine Harden Scott. I just write that down. I think she originally um, did was writing Harry Styles, but then people were like, "That's not cool." <laughs> yeah, Harry like has an assistant assist. Hey, love what you're doing, but can you keep my name out of it? <laughs> like and it's i think it's really awkward because the british actor maybe runs in the same circles as harry styles like they've been at the same events like how do you he's like hey i really like how you i just noticed you walked the way you walked in now can, <laughs> can you do that one more it? time just so i can see <laughs> can i just can i just hold yeah can i just try your shirt off <laughs> perfect yeah can you imagine um no his his uncle is um ralph fiends oh so he's hero find fiends tiffin or whatever it's English names are so much harder to pronounce Ralph, sometimes. Ralph. Is it? I always, I always just call him Ray Fiennes. Wow. Because well, it, it goes by Ray, doesn't it? I'm not. I shouldn't be asked to pronounce oh. anything. Genuinely. I mean, we're not best friends, so I don't know if he goes by Ray. I mean, someday, <laughs> Let me call him up. One some, maybe one day we'll chat, and I'll ask him if he goes when by Ray. When he's on the podcast. Yeah. When he go, ask him when he's on the podcast if he goes by Ray Fiennes. Yeah, so how should I introduce you? Yeah. Should I introduce you? As, Ralph? Ralph or Ray? Well, then if your name was Ralph, would you go by Ralph? I would go by Ray, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would go by Ray, but I mean, only because Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, some of his acting is a choice. Is it? So, so like, I think, like, I think that, like, there's some, like, bold choices you can make um, that are interesting. Like, I really, I really, truly, um, uh, think that like you can like make really bold choices and be really like present on screen and interesting to watch like i like andrew scott for for like the work that he does because it's so like you know i watch him i go i could never be that that like bold but that but like you can and it works um uh but but then there are sometimes when other when other people make choices and you're like oh yeah okay it works because i think it like i think what I've decided is it works because uh, he's like grounded in the scene with with the actor and like you can feel it and the other people are not really grounded so they're just like doing these bold choices and it's yeah, not you working. Tell they're like unsure. They're they're like it's like like they're act like they're acting. Yeah. And he's uh, he is acting, but he's like he's becoming. He's being. He's there. Yeah. He's present. I, whatever he's doing, that's his choice. That's who he is. And I can watch that. I think he's. A, I genuinely think he's an example of a really good actor who has not allowed himself to be typecast. Yeah. Have you struggled with typecasting? Yeah, I feel slip into it really easily because um, I think like the like the way I mean the industry works obviously is like uh, you have your picture, they see your tape maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know they call you in like I I will say yeah when I was younger like uh, main character's best friend. Played like played that a lot. Yeah, got brought in for that a lot. Um, I don't think people saw me as potentially like a leading man. Um, now it's say more so. I, I I get some roles like that where like, you know, they they want you to play like the lead or like the romantic uh, interest or something. Um, 
but I don't get a lot of roles uh, that require um, anger, mm-hmm. which which like um, is one thing that like I think is 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 like a, a small form of typecasting. Like yeah. it's like I'm I wouldn't say I'm getting the same roles, but I would say there's like a type of person mm-hmm. that like they like want me to audition for, and I really want to play like uh, I think like it's cool to play like the really like messed up like 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 not like anger but not like just angry or like or really like sadistic or even like um like um like almost sort of like criminal element Mm. or just like someone very like unnerving yeah is like fun to play but I think because I have a big smile. Yeah, yeah. And then people are like, "Oh yeah, no, he's he's, he's like really a, nice. he's really nice." You're like him. So I like end up like just be like, "Yeah, can you like?" I think also it just speaks to how writing can sometimes be so cut and paste. So it's like funny characters. I some of my favorite shows to watch are funny characters with depth. Yeah. Like I really liked Fleabag. Yeah, yeah. Scott was in. Fleabag is fantastic. Yeah. She's. It's a very funny show, which actually explores some really like dark relationships and the sibling relationship, especially I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, it gave it a lot of depth. And I was like, that was so successful. Why don't people write more characters that are funny that also have depth? Why, why are yeah. they so two dimensional? Um, like funny people can be mean. Yeah, funny people can be. They're really mean. Funny it's people are not funny, and like half the time, I don't. Yeah, know. It's like, funny people are sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why do you think they're trying to make you laugh? Yeah, because they because they don't want to talk about their feelings <laughs> or any of the terrible exactly. emotions they're having. It's like most of the time I'll say something really mean, and then people laugh, and then they're like, "Oh, you're so funny." It's like I've had a thought, a socially unacceptably said it out loud, yeah. and I'm lucky that you've reacted uh, you, well to you that. You re- like this really worked out for me. <laughs> Like we, that could have been the end of our. You're friendship. enjoying this, and I'm glad you are. <laughs> yeah, I just think we need to write characters. The reason people get typecast is because there's so many of the same characters. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's quite true. I mean, like when I like when I write, um, in general, I only write uh, sad, funny people, uh, or like I I call them comedies, mm. and everybody else reads them, tells me, tells me they're not. <laughs> so this actually isn't. I need, I'm calling my therapist as like, we speak. So it's like, I'm like, I'm like, look, the situation, terrible. Yeah. Not great. Right? Like, you have, like, there's drama so that people watch it. But the character is hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're, they're laughing through it. Uh, amazing. What are you working on? I definitely need to watch. That sounds right up my... Uh, right now, I just, I actually just finished a short film that uh, I wrote for the 48-hour film co- contest in, in, uh, in Toronto. So they shot that like two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i think it premieres on the 7th of november uh I'm do work- i have to go to canada to watch it can i watch yeah, it i think you, I think you I, I, well we'll see however it does in that competition okay. i think it, if it if does you, well if you've got it on a usb somewhere if, yeah i'll send you i'll send you i'll drop you I'll drop in like a dropbox link i'll let premiere it for yeah. you there you go um and then um i'm trying to get a sh- another short film that, that i wrote um in august that I actually want to be in this one, I'm trying to get that produced sort of in March of next year is, is what I'm thinking. Um, which I think that one's, that one's a little bit, I would say darker. I, I, I think, again, I think of them as like, I think like if you are writing something, at least for me, when I write something, regardless of if it's funny or, or not, like the goal of it is always to have some sort of critical look at something, mm. um, whether that be grief or a societal thing 
like the one that I'm working on now is really focused on like self-help culture um, and the problematic aspects of that. I could do with, yeah, yeah. seeing someone analyze that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like that, that, so to me, like that's the one, like I just, I I wanted to write something about a cult when I was like, like mm-hmm. four years ago and then I realized self-help culture is, can is somewhat cult. be a cult. So I like wrote that one um, early this year and I want to get that produced. I think there are really funny moments in it. But when I sent it to uh, one of my writing partners, we're working on another thing together. She was like, it's not funny. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, it's not like funny. Haha. She's like, no, it's not even funny. <laughs> Weird. So I've not laughed. She's once. like, it's, she's like, it's great, but it's like, it's Tough like, a, it's like dark. I was yeah. like, no, no, no. Like, you don't get it. It's like, yeah. it's like, like, you're not the target audience. Yeah, you, it's like, help you, me make it and then don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, poke, it's like poking fun of stuff. It's like, this, this bit is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like you said, you actually wanted to star in the one. Do you often write characters for yourself? I only, mostly, yeah. yeah. The only reason why I wasn't in the last one was because it was, it was in Toronto. They asked me to be a part of the team um, this year and uh, they shot it like two weeks ago when I was here. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay up really late and write you a, a movie. Um, but yeah, anything I write, I'm in it somewhere. Like you know, mostly, to. yeah. Like why even write it? And like at the same time, it you know absolutely fair to say, okay, if someone wants to make it and they don't want me, that's fine. But you gotta give yourself a fighting chance. How do you um, go from writing a script to getting it made into a movie? Do you have just one person you send everything to? You don't have to tell us their name, no. but like <laughs> it's just like just bulk email everyone well, who might be able to help. Well, my yeah, like I really, it's about like forming connections in communities so, uh, some movies you can do for like almost nothing yeah. and you just need someone who's got a camera and some free time and who wants to make a movie <laughs> um some like i, I self-financed one um which was a lot which is hard <laughs> it was hard and, and you, like and, like you do have to sort of like start to understand the business aspect of, of filmmaking yeah. which i think is equally as important as as the art i think like a lot of people um, disparage the business side of it. And I understand because it's like, ultimately, like, I just want to say something like, why is someone gatekeeping this for me? But, and you know, you don't want it to be gatekept, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if someone's going to give you even like 10 grand to make a short film, like, yeah, that's 10 grand. They're never going to get back if it's not good. So like, yeah, um, they, they have, they need some sort of, um, they see some body of work to be like, okay, I can give you yeah. 10 grand to make, this movie because you did this movie for uh free and then you did this movie for one grand uh so like i'll give you i'll give you some money for that uh grants a lot of grants like applying for like uh public funding um will will be a good way to get if, if you have an idea um and it's really solid and you can do it really cheap um because being able to do things cheap is also important i think who who was it was it like like someone said like the reason why not I mean, Steven Spielberg is a fantastic director, director, but one of the good, re- like one of the, like the big selling factors of Steven Spielberg is he gets it done on time and under budget. Yeah. And like, you know, he's got great stories that he wants to tell visionary, but he can get it done on time and under budget. So if you got something you can do cheap, get it done within that, you learn how to produce, you know, you learn how to produce your own work, you know, how to budget, you know, how to map things out. Like, can yeah. we, sh- can we shoot seven pages today? Uh, yeah. instead of five like how can i like rework this um then you can get grants from other people to give you more money and then you can make bigger movies and do other things um so it's really i mean it's really about like trying to go out and and starting um you can shoot on you know your parents dslr get like uh 
rent a boom mic or or yeah. some laughs from somewhere hide it under cushions if you have to <laughs> and just like shoot whatever you want to shoot and make whatever you want to make um i think it's like i think it's sort of like i think of it sort of like the process with writing for me which is it's it, it it's all just an attempt to improve on the last time you did it yeah. and to get better and to understand something that you didn't understand last time or like put something in context like oh this didn't work i think the first time i saw something that i wrote um on screen i was like oh okay like when i wrote that super funny in my head yeah made a lot of sense and like when we were shooting it i believed that, that was exactly the right delivery that the actor did that i really liked but you know what that didn't actually work or like oh this whole scene you don't need it i don't know why i wrote it you don't even need it yeah. that's like three four minutes you could just cut out and that would save um a day of shooting a day, yeah essentially a day of shooting you could save a day on that um so it's all like a learning experience and just like trying to iterate and do do something slightly better you don't have to do it like you're not going to come out of the park and be you know great ari aster or something like that it's like how can you make incremental growth to to get up to get to like something that you're proud of and then once you're proud of that you can move on because you can always get you, always, you can always get better you can always get better actually going from perfection to just getting stuff out that i feel relatively happy with and yeah. like i could have learned from the experience has been really good for me yeah um if I was filming a podcast sat down here by myself, I probably wouldn't have anything out no, right now. Right. Yeah. That's very true. I think one of the things um I've done, so like on on my like with my photography, like I, I noticed that a lot of people on Instagram and stuff will like archive old photos that yeah. like aren't really the style that they shoot anymore or like not really what they do. Uh, but I've never like archived a photo and I, I sometimes can scroll back and go all the way to the beginning and I'm like wow that was real shit <laughs> yeah like I'm but glad like, I've learned something but, but but I'm like that's you know like looking at that I'm like I I loved that photo when I took yeah. it it's garbage now but it was great when I took <laughs> yeah. it and like now where I'm at and yeah. you can see uh, that was like I was I was talking to someone about it like four years ago and uh I could see the the change and then I was thinking about my writing and like you know, I one I've I've written one feature that I've been working on since I was uh, twenty, yeah. which is like a long time because I'm a lot older now. <laughs> so, I, but I've been working on it since I was twenty, and uh, it just kept getting like better and better because I would, you know, write, I wrote it, looked at it, thought it was good. Someone read it, they're like, "It's garbage." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, back to the drawing." Yeah, room, please. Took, took a break, looked at it again. It was like, oh yeah, no, I okay, I like this part. I don't like this part. Oh no, this makes more sense. And then things start to click. Same with like the podcast. It's like, oh, you know, I didn't focus it, but next time I'm gonna focus. Oh yeah. Or next time I, I'm gonna get like the mic in the right position or turned on. Turn even <laughs> or even just turn it off because yeah. you gotta do that sometimes. People don't often think about turning on. Because if mics. I plug in the bottom bit but not the top bit, it's I don't even it. get camera audio. I just get it's just like so a, fuzz, a low fuzz. episodes like that. Oh. And maybe a third. Who knows? We'll see. Well, yeah, this go. one could be bad. <laughs> um, but that's why I've got this now. See, that's learning. But yeah. I think like a lot of art for me, I'm trying to figure out like what's the goal because yeah. the goalpost is constantly moving. And I think for me, I figured out the goal is looking back and seeing the change. Yeah. Even if it's bad change, <laughs> just being like, so where did it all go wrong? Or yeah. where did I learn the thing that, you know, put me into the style I am now? Yeah. And I love, for example, Amelia de Moldenberg is a massive um influence for me and i went back to her first episode she wasn't mic'd up mm -hmm. but her guest was 
the cam she only had one camera so there's shots where you literally see it spinning like moving yeah yeah and i'm like how did anyone give you money to keep going yeah, after this yeah. but now her episodes are so good i think they're culturally significant their work of art everyone wants to talk to her and i'm like well if anyone else could do it yeah well that's it i mean well i, I don't know amelia but i i assume like the biggest thing is they just stuck to it yeah they, they just, just kept going they just kept you just you just got to keep going that's what i tell like all my friends you know since since i graduated drama school you know and we started on the journey of the, well i started again on the journey of being an actor again yeah it's like yeah you just keep going like it doesn't it doesn't matter they're they're gonna be good days they're gonna be terrible days there's gonna be a lot of terrible days to be honest yeah, mostly terrible mostly <laughs> a lot of bad days uh you're gonna be like at a pub at like 1 a.m closing up think to yourself oh god i wish i'd like stuck with finance I, I wish no i wish i i wish the, that tape i sent and i did this one thing for i really oh, i messed yeah. that i messed that up and i'm not gonna get that role because of that thing and then like a week later someone's like hey we want to bring you back in and you're like what why after that why did yeah after what i did and then you're like okay yeah it is just you know stick with it like the more you see cast and directors the more you do short films the more you do anything you get better people see you they take a risk on you yeah and you get and you get more and it's the same thing with everything whether yeah. you work like a boring desk job or you're following your passion yeah um if you stick with it you'll get somewhere and if you don't you'll stay where you are and you yeah. might as well be doing the thing that you're having fun with oh yeah why i mean why wake up with regrets you know what why, I mean? wake why wake up i was gonna, the answer. I was gonna <laughs> finish it why wake up <laughs> no but why like i truly believe like why wake up you know 10 years from now being like oh yeah you know i've got a lot of money because i did this one job but i really wish at some point i had tried this yeah. if you fail you fail but you, you're never going to know if you're going to be a failure if you don't at least try right and yeah. like it's okay it's it's okay to fail it's fine yeah. i mean yeah. I, I might my one friend said, you can make a bad movie. There's no consequences. Yeah. You can just burn the footage. No one ever has <laughs> yeah. to see it. Exactly. Delete it. Yeah, just delete it. it. Never. People ask you about your life. Yeah. They're like, how did that? You were just working on something. Were you? No, I wasn't. I don't know what I you're talking about. Actually, uh, yeah, I've actually just been asleep for 10 days. <laughs> and I'm, I'm back. Keep going. Stick with it. I'll try and stick with this. Stick it doesn't it. just become like an Instagram page somewhere with a bunch of funny videos. There's a couple of clips. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I have kids in 10 years, they're like, Mom, what's, what's this? The, I, I saw you on a... <laughs> yeah. You Did came you up as podcast? an ad. Do you know you're still paying for that ad? <laughs> oh, that's what... Uh... <laughs> That's where all my money's going. Um, it's been so lovely to talk Thank to you. you. Lovely to talk if to you there's as well. anything I can do at all to promote your work. No, yeah, you can find my Instagram at whatever it is. I think it's I think it's my name without I think it's my first name yeah. without vowels. Nice. So J R D N. Yeah. And then Watson. Okay. I, like, there's an X in there somewhere. I don't know, there's no X. <laughs> there's no X. There could not be. I wouldn't put an X. <laughs> Okay, I'll tag you in. I think, I think Can you it, please change it to have an X? I'll add that. I'll put it where the O is for Watson. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's been so lovely to speak. Yeah, it's been lovely to chat with you as well. Thanks I'm for having me. Excited to see what your journey looks oh, like. Oh, thank you. <laughs>